Gunfire Babble Extra Sode. Welcome to Conowin Corner. Welcome back, everybody. We're here in Conowin's Corner. Bow, 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 bow. It's so good. Hi, to be y'all. Back. Hi, y'all. Hi, y'all. <laughs> uh, where are we? Where are we in the sky this time? How like perfect of a question to start with that because oh, we're in Pisces oh, season. Oh, oh, Nobody knows where it. we are. Doing my fish lips. Mm-hmm. Yep, where the where all the fishes are. Pisces is yeah. That's such. I love that. That was the way we started this because Pisces is just they're that way. You don't know where they are, where they're going, where they came from. And where right, yeah, we do. But we love we do. Pisces and right now. Pisces, happy birthday! We're talking to you from the past. We want to remind everybody from November twenty twenty one. So if we don't talk about mind, any big like events, that's why they haven't. They've not happened yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yes. just just and with that said, Pisces, happy birthday. Happy birthday, my little we fishy friends. Happy birthday. We love you and, and yes. what's going on when Pisces season Conowan? Here we go. Yeah, Pisces season. So, and if, if things have been a little crazy and we're not up to speed on it, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> right? Isn't, so, isn't that so from Pisces a movie? Season. Is that from the from movie? Finding yep. Nemo. It is. Oh, is it Ellen who does it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of the theme of, I feel like, 2022. Maybe the last couple of 2020s, as we know. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. I feel like every episode takes on the characteristic of the sign. And, like, I love luck, it, guys. <laughs> So Pisces season is starting on February 18th at 8.43 a.m. Pacific time. And we're going to talk about the rulers of Pisces first, because I think that kind of helps explain Pisces a little bit. Uh, Pisces is a a really weird one. I have a Pisces rising personally, so I feel real connected to this sign. Feel a little bit like a space cadet like all y'all, and I love you. So uh, let's jump into that. So traditionally, we look at Pisces and it's ruled by Jupiter. So Jupiter being that giant planet in the sky that we can see with our eyes. It's expansive. It's our ideas, our morals, our values, everything that is bigger than us. It is as far as our mind can tangibly imagine, as far as our eyes can see. We talked a little bit about this in the Sagittarius episode, and it's a very similar energy Jupiter is bringing to Pisces because it truly is the infinite, the furthest reaches, and Pisces is wonderfully imaginative and super like generous it wants to give and give and give and give until there's nothing left wow. to give <laughs> am i right pisces like and so we've got a lot of this really expansive overwhelming jupiterian energy and then the modern astrologers decided let's make that even go further and give neptune to them so neptune now comes into the picture once neptune was discovered and we said yeah they're also going to rule pisces they're going to be the intangible the infinite everything beyond what the eye can see this is all that is unseen this is the furthest reaches of the universe which our brain can't even really conceptualize (laughs) and it's our dreams our illusions Mm. our delusions it's about escaping it's it's really like hard to grasp hard to imagine it's all that is in between everything that is unsaid 
So Pisces is really, like, honestly, I think quite complicated when you think about the layers of what this sign really can dive into. And Pisces is pretty comfortable there. We think about mm-hmm. Pisces as the fish, right? The ocean is so infinite. We, we know and have discovered so little about our own oceans and the depths that they go. And it's like, I know I talked about earlier with Scorpio being that fixed water. This is mutable water. This is like literally the movement of the entire ocean and how deep and dark and down it goes. So Pisces is very, very, very deep. These people are incredibly empathetic and very emotional and they can take on other people's emotions to an extreme. It's kind of, they, they merge with other people. That's what Neptune does. It's, it's not just you and me are in a relationship. Pisces says like, I see you, I feel you, I am you. I want to become you. I want to be with you at all times. I want to merge with you. And it's why they make incredible healers because they're able to really step into that place that the person's going through and they can speak to that core of whatever it is that they're processing that they're going through, what their heart's saying. And Pisces can hear that and say, I understand, I feel, and here's how I'm going to pull you out and help you. But then, of course, because Pisces can be so generous, these are the people that give their shirt off their back to the homeless guy. Like, that is Pisces energy to a T. Because they are like that, they can give their energy away so willingly that it's hard to kind of know, where do I... Where's my identity in this? Because they've given it, right? They've given that energy and that time to somebody else. And so while, yes, they are incredibly intuitive and creative and they're able to mentally go places that like, we're like, wow, oh my gosh, that just felt like it was, you know, so inspired what you just said. It's hard, I think, for Pisces to like find themselves swimming in this huge ocean of their own mind. Uh, And so they're very impressionable a lot of the time. And because of that, sometimes it's easier just to close off the world and say, nope, I'm going to live in my own place. I'm going to escape. I need to get out. I need to be on my own. I need to be, you know, whether it's like they're, they're drawing in their darkened room with their music on and they're just happy as they can be like by themselves, like in their own reality. That's kind of how Pisces has to get over just the amount of energy and like empathy that they're giving to others. So it's a really beautiful sign, but I think that there's a part of this that it's very hard to go through. And like, I truly like sympathize with a lot of you Pisces out there because I know sometimes you can just get so wrapped up into whatever it is I you're going through. I just want to check in and make sure I'm not incorrect in this, that Pisces in my fifth house. Oh, you know what? So I actually is mine. have that. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, that... That fucking yes. tracks, so Pisces then, is in doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it just? Yeah. Doesn't it? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah. And and Detta, you've actually got Pisces ruling a lot of your fourth house as and well, which I'm going to get into house, with the moon. So the fifth house is our house of joy. It's our house of our stage, our self-expression. It's the place in which we kind of come out of our shell and say like, this is who I am. And it can be how you manifest your creativity in a physical way or in a dramatic way. Um, It's it's truly the house of joy. So like house of children, Mm -hmm. like children are kind of associated with this childlike joy or having children can be associated with this house. Um, It can, as I said, be a stage. So if you're a performer, this house is usually pretty packed for you or there's a lot of energy happening here. Um, and it's kind of just how we show up in the world in our best, happiest light. What house is so your Pisces in? Where do your fishes Pisces. live? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where do my fishes live? I love that. I'm going to use that. That one's for now. free, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> 
Um, Pisces rules my 12th house, which is the house that Pisces is pretty comfortable in because it is all that is unseen. And it can be, it's a very difficult house to like compartmentalize. I call it the house of the unknown. My mentor calls it like the invisibility cloak house, but truly like it, it rules things like hospitals and like stout, like, like diseases, things that we can't see and have to deal with, but it's also magic. It's also the furthest reaches of our universe. It's also so like, like our dreams, like it's, it's a very hard wow. house to pin down just like Pisces energy or that Neptunian energy really is where that comes from. So yeah, that's kind of where Pisces lives in my chart. And then it's my rising sign. So <laughs> that whole combining energy with other people and giving mm-hmm. and giving and giving. And I've been on, yeah, the merging thing, really, that's been, I'm, I'm speaking from a place of I have been there and done that and lost myself in Welcome relationship. Welcome to Pisces so season, everyone. If you, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So there's a lot happening here. And I think the energy is just so interesting to look at. Kind of like what we talked about the last episode with Aquarius. You start incorporating these modern and traditional rulers and these planets and the nuances of that another one is scorpio too that's ruled by both mars and pluto and it really creates a very uh distinct energy for each of these signs that they have to kind of navigate in their everyday life and it can be kind of hard so i feel for you guys like you know but it's also it's 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 super deep especially with pisces like they they go deeper than you could ever believe (laughs) if you think you understand your pisces and where their heads at you don't like that's just they're they're on a whole different reality (laughs) than you are so let's talk about uh more pisces energy happening but this this month and this year are actually bringing a really incredibly huge transit and i want to talk about this a little bit because it kind of brings more light to the Piscean energy and we're going to be experiencing this and feeling this right now during this month and during this whole year. So Jupiter and Neptune, the two rulers of Pisces, are both in Pisces right now, which is exceedingly rare. This doesn't happen very often. Neptune takes forever to get around the zodiac. Jupiter and Neptune will be conjunct in Pisces for the first time (gasps) since the 1850s. So hey, wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) You brought up the 1850s before. Oh. And it's for this transit, this exact transit. Yeah. So there's <laughs> there's some interesting yeah. historical parallels I don't we can wanna, make here, folks. I don't want to make <laughs> yes. the parallels. No, learn from history, people. Learn <laughs> from it. Make- Move on. <laughs> I have, I'm happy to say I'm going to bring up some okay. maybe more positive ones, but I'm also going to bring up okay, some of the I ones like we're going to look okay. at because I do think we're definitely yeah going to see them this year, certainly. I know it's, I mean, you start bringing history into it and it sort of contextualizes everything and goes, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> you know, it repeats itself. So this is a once in a lifetime transit. This is such a big, big deal. Now, I feel like I say this a lot, like it's a once in a lifetime, but truly we are living we in really quite are. incredible times right now in the... Yes, in the realms of astrology. So, and you have to figure, like, to some degree, our souls all chose to be here at this time to man, like, to to reincarnate during this time. We're no pressure, (laughs) God. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm feeling a little bit back in the 1850s. 
we were starting to see a lot of fountains and garden rooms become a huge part of the architecture because there was this movement to create public space into a more meditative space. So how Jupiter and Neptunian like to be out, like, oh, we're going to go out into the world with public and we're going to have these meditative spaces. We saw a huge boom in spiritualism at this point. Cholera had just like kind of ended, ending of a pandemic interesting and they rebuilt paris to be this like mecca i know right crazy like but they rebuilt paris to be this like mecca this beautiful place where people would go out and be in a more spiritual center because of course a lot of people's relatives had died there was that boom in spiritualism because they wanted to reconnect with the past and so now we see these two signs come together pisces is also the sign of pandemics again it's a threat that is unseen So we've had Neptune sitting in here for quite some time now, for years and years, and Jupiter being here, being conjunct is going to be really, really interesting. Jupiter takes 12 years to go around the zodiac, so that's why it's just now getting into Pisces and starting to be close with Neptune and going to be conjunct this year. So we see this kind of movement towards spiritualism. I think your guys' podcast is a great example of that because people are starting to wake up and they want answers. They want to know more. They want to investigate. They want to empower themselves. They want to get closer with spirit and closer with things that they can't see and touch, but they know and feel. So that is kind of all building as this conjunction is also building within the whole universe, let alone the world. We may very well see, you know, things outside of what we have, you know, been able to conceptualize on Earth. Like we might see things from the universe pop up and answers be uncovered. Really interesting stuff. And again, with the Pluto return happening this year at the same time, lots of secrets going to be uncovered. And I think everybody's move toward what is the answer to life itself for myself is going to be kind of on the forefront of like, okay, we got to redefine what the future is going to look like because this world looks nothing like what it did you know, five, 10 years ago. Kind of exciting stuff for sure. But again, we've talked a little bit about how that Neptunian energy especially can be very difficult to process because there's nothing tangible to process. So I've talked about this in the past, but we're kind of looking at this amputation, that Uranian energy happening within the United States, within the world, within ourselves. And there's a question of what do we replace it with? An astrology, yeah, I know, right? Like now that it's gone, what do we what do? we do? There's an astrologer, Adam Gainsberg, who talked about our relationship to loss is something that we're kind of getting highlighted this year. We're ge- being connected to like what we do and what we don't have. What is value? What do we value? What is not valued? And so in a way, this relationship and having to build this relationship to loss and really think about it could very well be evolving us toward a place where we can see and feel deeper. And I think that that's definitely the Jupiterian Neptunian message in Pisces. It's okay, so we've lost this thing. We've lost our sense of reality, of time, of boundary. What What is it that you know, we need to understand and how can we go deeper and really go to that place and really see ourselves connect on a deeper level that is unseen with humanity. Because at the end of the day, Pisces is also love. I mean, love, again, one of the most powerful things that is unseen, but we can feel it. We know it. We we cherish it. It's bringing us to that place through a lot of the strife that we've, of course, talked about and experienced wow. in our daily lives. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> deep, yeah, deep, deep, deep right? stuff. <laughs> Yeah. So let's kick it off with a new moon. (laughs) And this new moon, I was so excited when I saw this new moon. This is a beautiful new moon. I have not seen a new moon this beautiful (laughs) ever. Um, (laughs) Like there's so many trines. I love this new moon. So our new moon in Pisces is happening on March 2nd. 
at 9.35 a.m. And it's at 12 degrees. So check out where 12 degrees Pisces is in your chart. And remember, you need your birth time. And then you find where the house is that Pisces rules in your chart. You might have some planets in there. And that house will tell you the arena of life in which this new moon is trying to help you manifest something new. If you know, if you want that kind of direction, if you've got an idea already, I always say spirit tells us where to go. So go with that. Go with what your heart's telling telling you to go toward. But if you're like, I really want to make use of this energy in this new moon, starting with your that chart rhymed. is a great place to start. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> yes, I love the rhymes. See, she's lyrical already. Pisces season. Here we are. This new moon is extremely powerful and juicy. Oh my gosh. We've got Pluto and Venus and Mars all together in a tight conjunction and they're trining the north node so that's our planet of our energy of our values and our power all together working with our highest ambition our highest goals so that's happening the same day that is really potent energy to take advantage of it's telling us to look back at the course of our life and make decisions and make changes that are saying I'm connecting with my value and I'm connecting with my power and I'm going toward that place because I deserve it and I'm headed toward my highest ambition because I can and you can this new moon is opening up that door and then not only that we've got the sun and moon on Jupiter which is beautiful because Jupiter is like our dose of big good luck and it's within two degrees they're all within two degrees of each other so they're really really tight and they're sextile Uranus and Taurus so all that breakthrough energy I've been talking about they are working in tandem with each other they're like supporting each other so it's it's begging us to have a breakthrough and so all this lovely sextile trine energy that's harmonious that's easy flowing that should come to you definitely definitely take advantage of this and then just cherry on top of that we have mercury with saturn in aquarius so two planets that love being in the sign of aquarius working together that's our mind and mm -hmm. our discipline saying yes we can mm -hmm. probably my favorite moment i think i've ever seen wow. <laughs> to be honest <laughs> So let's see where it's at. <laughs> I know, right? Like, like use this new moon, please. Like of all the new moons this wow. year, this might be one of my favorite days I'm seeing in the whole year. So that's March 2nd, folks. Uh, 9.35 a.m. Pacific time is when it happens for our Pacific time, folks. East Coast, everybody else, yeah. do your time, uh, check your time zone to see when that actually happens. But really potent new moon to work with. And so looking at some of the houses, um, I know earlier we talked about what house our Pisces is in. So as I mentioned, mine is in my 12th house. I'm going to probably be doing some very deep spiritual work at that point. At least I can kind of foresee that because, again, that's in my house of all that is unseen. So going really, really deep within my own psyche and my own self and confronting what is unknown and finding my power within that. So if that's your 12th house, that's kind of some of the energy you can take in. Corey, as you mentioned, yours is going to be in your fifth house. So girl, get out there and like shine. <laughs> like absolutely shine hey, on that do. stage and <laughs> attract whatever it is you want. Yes. Attract all that joy and just like sit in the in the glory that is you because you deserve it. It's there. It's there for the taking. And dead at being in your fourth house, this is such a beautiful, like fresh air energy into whatever it is that you cherish, whatever it is that you call tradition, your home, your place. That's going to be where that new moon hits you. I know your Pisces oh, borders okay. that, but that's going to be where your new moon is. 
Yes, so it's going to be in that fourth house. And so whatever it is that's surrounding you and that you cherish and covet and love, that deepest part of yourself, connect with that and decide, you know, how has this last year, how have these last months affected me and how can I move forward into this really harmonious, balanced way with a lot of strategy, with a lot of hope, with a lot of joy. Really beautiful placements, I think. I mean, I, there's not a bad house for this new moon to be in. So definitely really go check it out where it's at in your chart. New moon. The other new moons are going to be jealous. I am. <laughs> they should be because nobody's treating us as well Yay, as this March one. 2nd. Oh my gosh. The only thing I will say, and I say this with every Jupiter transit, because while Jupiter is a good luck charm, a lot of trines and a lot of Jupiter energy can be very, very big. So just be careful. Sometimes Jupiter really wants to over exaggerate, overdo, over push. So get out there and shine, baby. But like, you know. Also, just be careful. Don't overdo it and be risky mm. and stupid. Don't be stupid. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> ultimately, like, it doesn't, this does not mean that every wish you want, it will be granted. It just means if you, if you are out there trying to seek it, you, you can take it. It is possible. Dare to dream big on Love this that. day, for sure. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty biased. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really excited about this moon. I am too. <laughs> so March 2nd, folks, <laughs> there it is. Put it in your calendar. <laughs> And so, and then what's crazy is only a couple days after that, we have Venus and Mars moving into Aquarius. They're literally, in t they're like dancing together this whole time, Venus and Mars are. And Venus and Mars together is like such, oh, it's great collaborative energy. This is like the traditional values of masculine and feminine working in collaboration together, right? When we think about goddess of love, goddess of war, they're two together, they're moving forward and they're ready to collaborate, communicate, and they're finding a balance within ourselves, within everybody else. It's a great time to be communicative. It's why these dreams are coming true. It's like, you can ask, you can go out there and you can say, you know, this is my idea. And someone's going to go, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's work together. Does Let's anybody make this else happen. imagine them so, tangoing? Yeah. That's the dance they do. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. I love that imagery. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like straight God. up Adam's family tango. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what we're talking. <laughs> the dream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Literally all that is that. Yes. that. That's what's going on right now. And so Let's take advantage, certainly. I will say, of course, during this time, so them both moving into Aquarius is kind of an interesting jump because wow. they're like hopping together, right? Um, kind of like what we do at Beltane, which mm -hmm. we hop over the fire. They're like hopping over together. Them hopping into an Aquarius energy is pretty different. I think our air signs and our fire signs are out there are going to really love this shift because it's going to definitely feel like a shift. Venus has been in Capricorn yeah. all the way back since November when we're recording this right now. So she's been there a long time. And then Mars is really comfortable in Capricorn and Aquarius, he's kind of wacky. So they're like, let's get wild and weird together. <laughs> and they're, they're ready to move forward. And Venus is like, I've been in Capricorn for months. I'm ready to go. So that shift, I think my air and fire signs are really going to appreciate this. It's going to feel like that breath of fresh air. And my earth and water signs might feel like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> you know, it's a little more disjointed. It's not as firm and foundational as Capricorn is. So just be ready for that shift. Again, that's happening around March 6th. And the moon and Uranus are conjunct during this time, squaring this. So there might be an element of, oh, wow, that's really exciting. <laughs> but my heart is not ready to go there just yet. <laughs> or my, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, that's, that's a big, you want to do that? Do you want to do what you want to go where so respect that within yourself give yourself the space to process that but i think overall we're going to start really feeling like a shift is happening and we're moving we're moving whether you're on the like mm. ready to jump on the train or not you're there so 
just again, give yourself the space to process that if that is a little bit more difficult. But there's some really lovely collaborative energy there that's yours for the taking. So definitely take advantage of it, especially if you're like, I'm dying for this. I need this. I need I need some sort of shift to feel like I'm moving forward. What so a fun season. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I'm hoping everything's going well because from here it looks really good, but I'm also like, you know. We're, I'm looking we're forward very advanced, much so to we'll listening yeah. to this when we get closer to time. Oh, I know, right? I was literally just thinking my brain, no yeah, way same. in hell it's going to retain any of this. So I'm like so excited to experience it for the first mm-hmm. time again in a few months. Yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> I'm praying. Ah. Like, I don't sound like a total ass. <laughs> I think there's a lot to be hopeful for here, again, with a lot of big transits going on, a lot of big shifts happening suddenly at once. It, it can be, it's not easy for everybody. I know everybody in this room right now yeah, is a fire are. and an air sign. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, bring it on. You know, but I know that, <laughs> but I know there are folks out there that might go, oh God, I'm, I'm not quite ready for that. So, you know, again, take your time, take your space and Sorry, stay safe Tammy. out there first and foremost. <laughs> um, Sorry, Charlotte. <laughs> well, Tammy's an oh, air sign. No, right? oh, yeah. she's a Libra. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, she is an air sign. Tammy's it must be sign. my Virgos. Yeah, right. My Virgos are my earth yeah. signs. Water. But we'll talk a little bit about, because we are getting a nice influx of water here. I want to talk about Mercury is also moving into Pisces just a couple days later. So Mercury's been real happy in Aquarius. Mercury is exalted there. He's like on fire. His ideas are just like popping off. He loves it. And then he moves into Pisces, which traditionally he's not quite at home here. We got to think the opposite of Pisces, the, the opposite sign is Virgo. That's where he's like literally at home. He rules the sign of Virgo. So when he's in Pisces way at the other end, he's like way in the depths of the beyond at the other end. And he's like, whoa, where am I? And Mercury is about being exact and detailed and and again, he's communication, so it, he wants to be clear and straightforward. And in Pisces, there's no such thing as straightforward and clear. So it's a little harder for all of us, I think, to communicate during this time in a way that we feel like, you know, is coming across the way we want it to. We've actually had a lot of our last spring retrogrades. So whenever Mercury's gone in retrograde and early spring have happened in this sign, we're not experiencing one this year. <laughs> Sigh of relief, <laughs> you know. But I think if you've had a hard time, I know a lot of people have a really hard time when Mercury is in retrograde in Pisces just because it feels like everything is like, what planet are we living on? I don't know what's happening. All my contracts are like exploding. All my all my technology is falling apart. You know, it, Mercury is not as happy here. But that does not mean that Mercury is not as beneficial and intelligent and fantastic here because you got to think, okay, so Mercury, the sign of our mind in Pisces, this is not direct communication, but this is communication through music, through art, through dance, through all that is unheard, unseen, but felt, right? And so it's, it's taking a form of communication that that's not just me speaking to you now on this podcast. It's it's all the things that touch our souls in a way that we can't wow. pinpoint, but we know like we feel that message. So it's really deep and lovely actually. And so when Mercury is working in Pisces, it can be in this way that's it's hard to translate, but we feel it, we know it, we understand it, and you can take advantage of it, especially my artistic folks out there. It's a great time to like invest in whatever creative project you're working in because you'll find that relationship, that communication within yourself really be able to flow. So 
It's not a bad placement. It's just a little bit harder to pinpoint. And so we got to make use of it the best that we can. Mercury will be there for a little while. And again, we don't have a retrograde here, which is going to be very nice because we've had a lot of those lately. <laughs> and we will have just gotten through the last retrograde. So moving direct through here, really great time to think about those forms of communication that go deeper, that go that go quietly and touch us in ways that we can't even, you know, put into words, <laughs> which of course I'm having trouble putting it into words. How appropriate. And so, and so if you are feeling a little disorganized or lost or spacey, again, nod to my earth and my water signs out there that might be like, wow, this is a lot of shifts and changes. And then we have this transit happening. So it makes it even more, wow, this is spacey. And like, we don't really know where things are going. That is totally what's happening. That is the energy in the air. And instead of fighting against it, try to just sink into it, go with the flow of it, let it carry you and realize like, yeah, it's going to be a little bit loosey goosey for a while. So just try to take it in as best as you can. Give yourself the space to do that. So, and take advantage of this Pisces flow of creativity because it's, it's not, it's, it's pretty rare <laughs> to get. We only get it once a year. So really take advantage. And there's lots of planets right now in Pisces and Aquarius with a lot of solid Capricorn and Taurus planets to ground us. So tapping into those Capricorn, those Taurus values, getting your feet into the earth, the literal earth, if that's something that helps you, is a great way to get grounded. So that's me yeah. putting my little toesies in <laughs> Connect the exactly. Yes, I loved it. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, go out there and get connected to Earth if you're feeling like things are just a little bit crazy. Great time to do any kind of grounding work. Uh, and so I know, right? <laughs> so lots of lots of energies, but I think we can all sort of tap into that earth energy because there's still so much earth up in the sky. I do want to mention on a global scale as well with Mercury being in Pisces, what's really interesting, again, given whatever transits are coming up for us in this year, we're recording this mm. in the past. So if, this might be really interesting looking forward. Mercury is connected to money, right? And it's where we get the mercantile is where we get like Mercury from. So as he's moving into Pisces, I'm really interested in how Mercury is going to change our mm. view of transactions in terms of like the economy so like what liquid wealth we're looking at and that could be physically liquid wealth like oil like water so however the pluto return is manifesting in the world right now we might see a drastic change around that especially when mercury moves into this sign because it kind of highlights okay like you know this is this is literal liquid wealth or liquidation of wealth right we're still working with neptune and pisces too so there's all that that is unseen the economy that's like you running said, itself right now you said that thing where's about the control of that and, Dana and i both made the same face yeah we both went mm. yeah <laughs> we we were just right. talking about the yeah. water thing back in november yeah. we were talking about water and people who try to earn off of disasters Ugh. and stuff like that Sick. so i'm i'm gonna go on next week's podcast back in november december and tell everybody to stock up on their water you know but mm -hmm. put those yeah. you know get that emergency stuff in gear yeah. And I think this can also be seen again, what we've yeah. talked about with the unseen and everything within our water, within our resources, within our earth, what kind of toxins are there as well? Like, again, what are we talking unseen poisons? So 
it's going to be really interesting. Again, I keep saying this because right. we're not there yet. I'm just sort of, you know, guessing. But seeing all of these transits, like what is coming to light here about what is happening and, and showing up in our earth, in our water, in our resources, what kind of toxins or unseen poisons or secrets are being exposed, like what is coming out? Because we are likely to start hearing and seeing more of that. And with Mercury being in the sign of liquid, right? We're gonna start seeing yeah. money and liquid, like, you know, liquidation of money, liquid wealth becoming a forefront issue. So um, if that hasn't yeah. already happened, <laughs> we, we may start hearing and seeing more about that. So yeah, <laughs> uh, so that's kind of happening on a global scale as well as, I mean, that might be affecting you personally and it might be something you wanna look into personally for yourself. And like Dada said, getting more clean water, stocking up on water. It's something we should probably keep in mind, especially as the economy of this country is, I, I don't is know really getting all, shifted. So. Lately, and again, this is back in November, speaking to you from the past. Uh, <laughs> I've been getting ads like wow. crazy <laughs> lately that are like, do you know how to get in touch with your loved ones during a disaster? And I'm like, no. What are they thank now? Thank you for that anxiety. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I did not ask yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and I think, you know, looking back, we're sitting in November. There's a lot of things coming down the line just with like labor shortages and shipping and everything. I mean, I'm I'm thinking we're starting to see the signs happening of what's coming and it'll, you know, now wherever you folks are listening to this, thinking back you know last year did you start seeing the signs yeah. of what you're now experiencing or not but it'll be really well, interesting and in we've retrospect. also been talking about the fact that we're talking about shortages mm. and things not getting places because we've lost a lot of people yeah. there i mean it's not yes. we we've lost millions and millions of people to this pandemic of course there are going to be Shortages of all kinds. Positions not filled. Yeah. You know, I and so. Oof. And again, that relationship to loss yeah. that's being highlighted, right? Like how, you know, how do we connect on a deeper level through that? Like, okay, what does it mean that we're not getting, you know, yeah. what we ordered on Amazon or whatever, whatever that looks like, you know, to you? It's it's what does that relationship highlight for you and right. where do we need to grow great. from that? Great, so, great, great. Lots of big themes happening. Yeah, and we're already starting to feel that way back here. So where are we going to be in Pisces mm. season? We'll find out. Uh, so to wrap this season up, before we get to the equinox, which I can't even Whoa. believe I'm saying that, but like, gosh, time moves fast. I know. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like we just had the fall equinox, but we'll be in spring before we know it. But right before that, I'm going to tail this off with the full moon in Virgo. Now, last month I talked about the uh, the full moons happening at 27 degrees. This one oh, is also Virgo at 27 degrees, which is crazy. Yeah. So that 27 degree, if you've got that in your chart, it's, it's definitely getting hit pretty hard. Uh, so it's really interesting how this keeps lighting up. This full moon is happening on March 18th at 1218 uh, a.m. Excuse me, a.m. So right in the middle of the night for us mm. folks on the Pacific Coast, three in the morning for you guys on the uh, East Coast. 
closed. And so the sun will have just passed through Neptune and then Jupiter. So lots of those dreams, ideas being revealed, things that you're you're thinking toward, you want to go toward those big ideas, those big values, morals that you're like reaching towards. And uh, everything like the, nor- the, the sun and the moon are sextile, the north node. So there's a lot of faded decisions right now that are bringing mm. us toward that, cl- like closer to that place of reaching our highest potential. But whenever we have a sextile to the north node, we have a trine to the south node. That's the way that it works within the chart. So there's also this energy of bringing up what's past and using our gifts, using our lessons to get us to that closer place. And with Jupiter and Neptune there, those are some big, big players helping us make those faded decisions through our dreams, through our values, through what we're going through. So Virgo energy, what I like about this full moon, I feel like Pisces energy again is so big, so vast. And the Virgo full moon kind of says, okay, like we've had a lot of big picture moments. Like Jupiter wants to look at like the bird's eye view and Neptune's in a different (laughs) reality universe. So let's bring it back down and make it tangible, make it accessible to us. So Virgo energy is encouraging us to be detailed, to be exact, to look closer at what is actually affecting me. Like I'm getting all this input, all the sensory overload from what's happening out there. How is it affecting me personally inside? And what can you do to maybe make that a little bit more manageable or tangible? And so it's easy to get wrapped up in these big picture planets, but if it's not affecting you and your routine or your practice, you know, what can you let go of with the full moon? What can you release that it's going to allow you to just manage life a little bit easier. Virgo is about management. It's about bringing it back home. It's about being discerning about the information that you're choosing to ingest, about the things that you're choosing to spend your time with. Be a little bit more practical and a little choosier, a little pickier about what it is you're letting into your scope because there's a lot going on, I'm sure. I mean, all these transits are like big, big transits happening that are affecting the whole year, not just the, not just the month. And so Virgo really says like, okay, bring it back down, bring it back down. And just give it, I mean, even if you don't want to do magic on a full moon night, I I love just sitting and reflecting on full moons, letting things get illuminated for me and just like letting that energy wash over me and go, okay, like this is what I'm going through and this is how I'm going to process it. So you don't always have to do magic on the moons. I know, of course, we're a witch podcast, so we want to like <laughs> do the magic, do the things. And you had a great opportunity with that fantastic new moon in Pisces. <laughs> I won't shut up about, but this full moon, right? <laughs> right? You might still be recovering, <laughs> but you know, you might exactly, exactly. So take this full moon as a time for you to make things more manageable. Just well, down and, to earth. And I and think, sun, I think when mm-hmm. Atlantis, you know, popped up last month and and really revealed itself in the water, which which we always knew it was there, but it was finally revealed. We always, you know, that now that we're yes, dealing indeed. with that here, you might want to reflect on, you know, like when you're going to plan your trip to go visit and you know get to know, maybe right. meet a, yeah. you know, a mer person that you're going to settle down with. You know, maybe those dreams are happening. Um, right. Yeah. Just so all you listeners yes. are aware, yeah. uh, you've really be stumbled practical. into an alternate reality of a fiction podcast. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pisces. I, I love mean, this. Brad, though, I'd absolutely <laughs> go there. I love it. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, be practical. Figure out how you're going to get the plane ticket go. or the boat Buy ticket. Who knows? It might not we'll be fiction right by now. the time this is released. <laughs> I, I know, like, I was, I'm like, you're playing with fire there, Dada. Like, I'm we don't know saying. what's happening. Or maybe the aliens have come down, <laughs> yes. but hopefully they're the aliens from Arrival and not from Independence Day. All right. Okay, okay. sorry, Conowin. Take yeah. us home. Take us home. <laughs> no, it's good. 
That's so good. And I will say just as a last little punctuation to this full moon, the sun will be sextile Pluto as well. So if you need to make at this time, um, if there's if there's like an authority figure or something in your life that's causing you stress or maybe it's just some your boss or somebody that you need to like try to get something out of sextiles are really good energies to like hey I have an idea or hey I'd like a raise or hey like I'd like my situation to improve can we talk about this can we collaborate can we make this happen and Pluto being that big power player in Capricorn's willing to say yeah I'll listen to you let's talk about this so if there's somebody in your life that's keeping you that's providing an obstacle toward getting what you want. This is kind of the time to bring that up, this full moon. It's like, let's illuminate what the needs are and let's move forward, move forward, illuminate your needs, your desires, because you have the power in this moment to sway certain people, certain organizations, certain things. Take advantage of that time, especially if you've been sitting and reflecting, thinking to yourself, like, I need to make a change here. I need to make a shift to make this more manageable. Now is the I time to you, ask for it. So. I want you to know that I'm a and then child, with that, and every time yeah. you say sextile, I laughed myself a little bit i just need you to know that <laughs> i bet well, it's it venus's is. aspect hey. so she'd be thrilled <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. i'm 12 we love it so yeah i think yeah it's good <laughs> you know i love you <laughs> so, bring it you get your venus she's in pisces anyway party. she's ready to party yeah. so yes <laughs> And with that, that is Pisces season, and we move on to the Aries equinox. <gasps> wow, so, I know. The wild. equinox. Yes. The equinox is here. Yeah. Well, but in. Yeah. And that's going to be on March 20th. But so, looking in forward Aries, to that, folks. Pisces. Sorry, Pisces. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Pisces is that last darkness before the equinox, we'll before get that there. seed nice. blossoms. So we're really dealing with all the ambiguity. Yeah, exactly. But like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, dang. Well, Hanawin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you guys so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And when you end it with a wow, I, we're at a loss for words. I know yeah, I you did. Season, right? That new moon, I like want it now. Yeah. I know. You're making me greedy for stuff I know, we don't even have. Right? Yeah. So true. And we don't even know what the world's going to look like at I that point. Like I said, Atlantis I might be there. So I have no idea fully what's coming, spiral so. into a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> None you. of those till Pisces season. Thank you. If you tell me I'm not allowed to have one till then, I'll be able to like really keep them at bay. Okay. All right. <laughs> cool. That yeah, is the that's rule. the rule. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, until next time. Be well. Harm none. And don't forget. Thank you, you so much for magic. listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Twitter at Bonfire Babble and Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington. 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah. And if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. 
Bonfire Babble podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.